I'm Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business program. Marianne Fairmouth, she's a regular on the Price of Business Media Network, and we love having her on the program each week, bringing her insight, particularly from her book that uh, I consider revolutionary when it comes to recruiting. You can learn more about Marianne over at Fairmouth, that's F-A-R-E-M-O-U-T-H dot com. So important that these students are empowered in their internships, that they are doing work that's not just busy work, that they are able to pace themselves and create their own objectives and feel powerful talking directly to clients. Our interns talk directly to founders and CEOs, and they get that kind of experience. And at the end of the internship, they are so powerful. It's amazing because we've taken out the mystery of talking to an executive and the mystery of this close C-suite or whatever you want to call it. They are totally empowered with the facts and data that they research together and knowing who they are so that they're confidently in a very empowering manner speaking to whoever they need to to get a job done. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world. Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmount. I'll be your host for this episode. And today I am just delighted to have a guest on my show that's really making a difference in the new work world. Robert J. Hoori is the founder and CEO of Agile Rainmakers, a high-impact business development consulting and advisory firm based in Chicago. His 20-plus year career in the financial industry has seen him in many professional roles, an equity derivatives trader, portfolio manager, corporate strategist, CEO, hedge fund executive, and an author. He has written a series of books that I think are invaluable for these changing times. And Rob takes great pleasure in supporting college students and recent graduates in making career and life choices to support the fulfillment of their life's goals. So, after that incredibly long introduction, and without further ado, help me welcome Robert. Rob, say hello to everybody. Hello. We're Great to be on your show, Marianne. We're glad to have you here. You've got a series of books that you're writing that I got to say, I'm on this side of a desk and these books are so necessary right now, Rob. We talked about this in the Blue Room before we got on the podcast, and that is we have a major talent shortage. Companies are really scrambling right now to find good people. And I think what you're doing is really addressing that issue in a lot of ways. So tell us about this internship program. How did it all get going? Well, Marianne, first of all, let me just say it's an absolute passion of mine to run an internship program, to be around the young talent is 
invigorating and awesome to see. It all started, so I was a leader with the Plitzen Club of Chicago, and we would host a summer intern luncheon every December. We'd invite current Princeton students who want to intern in Chicago over the summer. We'd also invite alumni and parents who either had internships to offer or had advice to offer around finding internships. And over a luncheon, they would mix and mingle and share their resumes and what they offer and all of that. And out of that, many students got internships that they wouldn't have otherwise, and some got full-time jobs. I'm a little slow. After doing that luncheon for about eight years, I figured I should hire an intern. <laughs> so I did. And he uh, absolutely exceeded my expectations. He was proactive. He would do research extremely well. He would ask questions that I hadn't even thought of. And I thought, wow, you know, there is just so much here. It would make sense to next year hire two or three interns and really make this a program that serves both the intern and agile me. That was the beginning of it. And if you fast forward five years now, we have five interns currently working on five different client projects. We have prior interns that come back to do part-time work during the summer. Everyone gets along. We have a great time doing wonderful work. And there's a design and a structure and a lot of work that's done where they learn a lot and they thrive. That's where we are right now. And I've really enjoyed writing books about this. That's wonderful. I know you're a Princeton grad and you got involved with this with your internship program there at Princeton. And I got to tell you, everybody benefits from this internship program. Obviously, the student benefits because they get some good experience, but Rob, in these tough times right now, we have this major talent shortage. Companies can utilize interns to fill the gap until they find those people to hire. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing that you've got going on. And this book that you've written, I mean, I glanced at it. I mean, it's got so many five-star reviews, I mean, several hundred, called How to Intern Successfully, Insights and Actions to Optimize Your Experience. I mean, this book is so necessary right now, and it's such a great thing for these students to have to make sure they can review before they go interview. What were some of the principles that you designed this program from? Well, the first thing I think about is if I were the student or the intern, what would I want? What kind of internship program would I want to be a part of that would have me be fulfilled, happy, proud to have done it, proud to be a part of? about to put it on my LinkedIn profile. I started to think from there and I spent the entire month of May 2020 designing the internship program from basically nine principles. Expand on those nine principles that you got in the second book, Turn Management, which will come out soon. Just to share some of those principles, one is harmony. So we work as a team. All five interns this summer work as a team on all five client projects. There's no competition. They're not even competing for a full-time job because I typically don't even offer one. So they can work together. They can learn together. There's lots and lots of harmony and very little conflict. And that is huge because now we've got real productive time together that's enjoyable, that will support their learning and their growth. So that's one of the principles is bringing harmony to it. Empathy is what I touched on at first. Knowing they're a college student, I keep that in mind the entire time. If I were a college student, 
what would I want? What would I want for feedback? What would I want to learn? How would I want my day to go? So empathy is another real important principle. And then intentionality. So we have short meetings that are highly intentional. Every morning we go through the mission, the vision, the values. They pick which aspect of the mission and vision and values speaks to them today. We also read J.B. Fuqua's 20 Things He Learned Along the Way. That's the main fake for the Duke MBA program where I went. And they get to pick one of those every day that really speaks to them. And so we'll have a really tight meeting in the morning where they get grounded very intentionally and look at their day. And then we talk about what they're going to do from there. So in a very short time period, we have an intention of creating our day together and doing so in an empowering way where they're discovering who they are, what they're going to accomplish and what they're going to focus on. And I think the last principle I'll touch on is empowerment. So important that these students are empowered in their internships, that they are doing work that's not just busy work, that they are able to pace themselves and create their own objectives and feel powerful talking directly to clients. Our interns talk directly to founders and CEOs, and they get that kind of experience. And at the end of the internship, they are so powerful. It's amazing because we've taken out the mystery of talking to an executive and the mystery of this quote C-suite or whatever you want to call it. They are totally empowered with the facts and data that they research together and knowing who they are so that they're confidently in a very empowering manner speaking to whoever they need to to get a job done. That's amazing. And I think that's so, so helpful to a student to have this experience. I mean, number one, Having a mentor like you, a degree from Princeton, undergrad and Duke MBA, I mean, that's wonderful. But also, the skills you're teaching them are so necessary in the new work world. Having them talk to people. As a recruiter, I have people coming to me that have just graduated, and they're afraid to go on an interview. They don't know what to say. Because what we learn sometimes in theory in school is not what we're going to do in a job, or not how we're going to project ourselves on an interview. And so much of being successful on an interview is having that self-confidence, certainly being honest and true and authentic, but believing, like you said, empowerment. You feel empowered that you can communicate to that prospective employer in a way that they want to know more and they're interested in you, even though you don't have a direct experience. So I really think this is an amazing program. And I wanted to have you on the show because we do this job since 1982. People are struggling right now. Employers are struggling to find people and jobs are staying open longer. And I'm thinking if people would utilize interns, maybe as a band-aid initially, should they find somebody? I mean, it's a win-win for everyone. It's a win-win for the employer because the projects go on, they don't have a hiccup. And it's a win-win for the student because they're getting some good experiential learning that they can take with them on their career journey. So I'm a big fan of it. And I think it's wonderful. And I'm so glad that, you know, we crossed paths. So you say something here about wrap-up process for the internship. When you say, what is the wrap-up process? Do we mean what is the end result of it? Or what do we mean by that, the wrap-up process? The wrap-up process is how do we bring closure to the internship itself? And the idea that came about when I had an intern a few years ago say to me that his internship ended, but the firm that he'd worked at 
calling him afterwards, asking him questions and asking him to do work. They could have asked while he was there. So the internship ended, but it wasn't over. And it really bothered him because he couldn't get closure. In August, September, they're still calling, asking for data, asking for whatever. And it really occurred to me that oftentimes an internship ends abruptly. So tomorrow's the last day for our interns. They have very little to do tomorrow because we have a, what we call our closeout process, where if you think about, you know, I like using water analogies. So if a wave breaks very quickly on a shore, they call it a closeout. I want our closeout to take three weeks. I want us to gently move into that whole process. So the way we do it is three weeks to go in the internship. We look at what we've gotten done versus what we said we'd get done for each client. And we look at what's reasonable that we could get done in three weeks. And we get in communication. And we let the client know, listen, you've got all these things done. This rest, we can get it done. Or we can't get all of it done, but here's what we'll do. So we align on what there is to get done. And that way, through communication, there's no stress. There's no late night, all-nighter type things. We can manage our time and expectations to wrap it up in a very drama-less, anxiety-less manner. And we actually now go to work to finish even sooner than that three-week period that we have so that if anything does come up, we have some buffer time to address it. And the whole point is we want to make sure when those final deliverables are made, clients happy, the students are happy, I'm happy. And there's room for, could you add this slide? Could you cite some of the sources on some of that data that even, et cetera. Some of those tweaks can get done with ease. When the internship ends, it's also over. And that way, in this whole closeout process, the students experience fulfillment and satisfaction. The client's happy, I'm happy, and we wrap it up. Part of that closeout process also includes writing thank you notes. So every student has to write a handwritten thank you note to at least three people. They have a survey they need to fill out. That survey is pretty extensive. How was your experience this summer? What could we do to improve? What did you really like? And that informs me on what to tweak for next year. Then we do something that I highly recommend. I don't know anyone else does this yet, but people are starting to. We have each student send a different survey to their parents. You survey the parents to find out from the parents' perspective how the internship impacted their child. Now we have a holistic view. We have a client survey. We have a survey from the student. We have a parent survey. And then I know what I'm seeing. And between all of us, the manager, the client, the student, the parent, we now have a holistic view of how the student was or wasn't supported and what we can do in the future. That's what we call our closeout process. And I think students today, they have a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear of failure. And when we have a kind of a, your whole summer is going to wrap up on this one day and you do that deliverable and the next day the internship's over, I think that leads to a lot of stress and a lot of feelings of dissatisfaction when it doesn't go exactly right. You're speaking my language because in many of the books I've written and articles I've written, I call myself a holistic recruiter because I don't believe that the jobs over here and your 
family's over here and your life's over there. It's all integrated, all right? And I think what you're saying, what you're doing is a demonstration of that. I love it that you're asking the parents, how did that experience impact your child? That's wonderful. I mean, life, it is integrated. And so many times what happens to us in the job, we're going to bring it home at night. What happens at home, we're going to bring to work. So it's all integrated. But I think what you're teaching these kids is that it's a multidimensional process in this thing we call life. And the other thing you're doing that I think is so amazing is you're teaching them how important communication is because everything's about communication. And you're telling them, you're teaching them that they need to be able to communicate to you, to communicate to the client. You're asking them what they liked, what they didn't like. This is like a multidimensional process here where everybody's getting informed so that everybody can become better, even you. So that's great. Now, I'm so excited about these books you're writing because on my side of the desk, I see how necessary they are. Tell us about the series that you're writing. I know we've got one out on Amazon. Tell us about the others and when they're going to come out and a little bit about them. The intention is to bring dignity to the internship discourse. That's the whole point of this four book series. Because I assert that dignity is missing in the internship discourse. When we have 40% of internships are unpaid, we have interns show up at a client or at a host company, and they're not ready for them. They know exactly what they're going to work on. And we also don't have dignity when the student has so much anxiety and doesn't have any communication from offer date till start date. They don't get connected with their mentor or employer until they show up. And boy, they're really nervous when they do. So the first book in the series that's published on Amazon, that's to help the students get out of their own way and really take on their internship with as much vigor and intensity and joy as possible. The second book, Intern Management Principles for Designing an Exceptional Internship, that's where I outline everything I do when I run my internship. Literally, here you go, a blueprint so you can design an internship just like I do. And I do it from principles because I know every nonprofit or foundation or company or whatever organization it is is different. And so better to have principles that you can leverage and map to your organization than to just have a straight up, these are the exact steps. So I do it from a principle basis so it applies as broadly as possible to any kind of organization. And I also include exactly what I do and I practice it by saying, this is what I have found works. That it's not the right way or the only way, but I'm showing you an example of what I find works for my organization. Third book will be about mentoring interns and what it takes to do that and do that really well and to be inspired by the opportunity to mentor one of these future leaders in your industry. And the fourth book will be about internal parenting. So all these surveys I've collected over the years will be useful data points in terms of assisting parents in saying and doing the things that will support their, their children while they're interning. And I think it's something that occurred to me when I realized that when they leave the office during an internship, they go home. They don't go back to their university or college. They go home and now they're going to tell their parents about their day and their parents, I want to ask questions and all of that. And they thought, 
this would be wonderful to find a way to support that relationship, parent-child relationship, and also have it be a holistic experience where I'm watching them through the day, parents are letting their input at night. So that's the fourth. But again, the whole point of what we're doing here is to bring dignity to the internship discourse. And that means treating each in turn also as human beings who has dreams and aspirations and is looking to me and our clients and anyone who's a leader, anyone who's been in, in the workforce for a long time, and provide them the mentorship and guidance they need so that they find their own path in life. That's wonderful. I applaud you. I take my hat off to you. I'm so glad to know you because I really think what you're doing is so important in these times. It's so important in the new work world, more so than ever. So I do think that you are for sure impacting the workforce and what you're doing is going to develop our students into better employees. It's a win-win for everybody. The person becomes their best self. The employer gets a really seasoned student to work with them. And the parents can sit back and say, wow, look at my kid. Look at how he's growing. How great is that? Both my kids worked internships and they learned so much from them. I'm very proud of my sons. They're both very successful. But I do think the internships programs they took did help them. We're getting near the end here. If we have to leave our listeners with two salient points, what they can take with them from this podcast that you'll think will help them moving forward, whether the person listening is a student that is thinking about an internship or maybe they're an employer thinking about hiring an intern. You know, I mentor interns at various colleges. Rob, they're talking to me about all these new things they're learning. So I'm learning too. So I think for the mentor, would you agree that we learn too? Absolutely. It's the learning there that we don't talk about or don't think about. But the manager or the mentor is learning just as much as those interns are learning. Absolutely. And I've learned so much. The one would be when it comes to internships and even hiring in general, think from the perspective of dignity. What would you want done? What is the respectful way to do things? You know, I'm amazed at how many times things happen, and it's as if it's the first time it's ever happened. Well, it's not. You know, you've hired interns in the past. Look at what worked, what doesn't work, but really come from dignity. If that was you, what would you want when you show up on your first day, or what kind of feedback would you want to help yourself develop? So that's the first thing is think about bringing dignity to your internships, whether you're an employer or a student even. What would be the dignified way to do it? And the second thing is addressing the workforce shortage. It's a real problem, and it's going to take training and developing people over time. And good internship program can take the mystery out of entrepreneurship. It can show what's possible in designing and planning with integrity. It can set an example for future internships because those interns are going to be leading internships point themselves so you could show them uh, with an example there and you could make learning and work fun and these are the ways that we can train and develop people that have an even better future for ourselves for them and for society. I agree with you and I'm just so happy to know you and to have you on the show because I think this is a invaluable 
series of books that you're writing that so many of us can benefit from. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, Robert, how do they do that? Our website is agilelanemakers.com. So right on there, you can click contact us and I'll get the message. Or you can just email me directly, robert at agilelanemakers.com. I'm also right on LinkedIn, you know, Robert J. Corey. You'll see the book, How to Engine Successfully in the Security After. You'll know this me. And I, I love connecting with everybody. Okay. Well, all this information will also be on my website, fairmouth.com. So if you're driving right now and didn't have a chance to jot that down, you can go to fairmouth.com and it'll all be on my website. So, Robert, it has been a pleasure and delight to have you on Career Candidate. We thank you so much that you've taken time out of your busy day to be on the show. We hope to keep in touch. And I'm just a big fan of yours. I think these books are so necessary. I thank you so much for being on Career Can Do. So we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but we hope you enjoy the information presented. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely that of the guest or speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Varian Fairmouth and Fairmouth and Company. Thank you.